What's up? This is the JJN Show. With Josh. With Jacob. With Nick. Apple. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the JJN Show. Except today, it's just JN, Jacob, and Nick. Because Josh decided it would be a funny April Fool's joke to just not come today. (laughs) April Fool's! (laughs) But anyways... I'm Josh. Jacob said something kind of inspiring, like, five five minutes ago on our first take. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Did I sound like Josh right there when I tried to mimic him? You were trying to mimic Josh. <laughs> That's awkward. No, this is what I said on the first take. Well, so here's the deal. Nick and I are running it back because we got five minutes into the episode, and I realized I wasn't wearing headphones, and I was trying to figure that out. And I wasn't even recording. And at the same time, Nick realized he wasn't <laughs> even recording. And so we were like, you know what? Screw it. And then I spent like, I'm not even kidding, like 15 minutes trying to get my airpods to connect to my mac and let me tell you i get very frustrated when technology does not work and here we are 15 minutes later and yup you guessed it i am wearing an old pair of apple headphones that plug into my computer and you know that was a long process because i have to have an adapter on my computer that covers up the uh, the uh the jack because the new macbooks only have little lightning adapters yada 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 apple you sometimes you really make me mad but anyways, the inspiring thing I said on the first chat was that <laughs> this is episode 59 of the JJN show and we all love doing it. It's all a great time. And with that comes the responsibility as well. And the fact that podcasts are kind of a lot of work and we, I mean, we have like a weekly show, so it's not as much work as it could. And I mean, we're not super active on social, but we do it every once in a while, right? So, I mean, it is a little side project and and hustle, and it's a lot of work. And we all have other life aspirations and things we got going on. And so not every week, not every two weeks, there's going to be times, you know, when one of us can't make it. Nick couldn't make it the other week. Josh couldn't make it this week. He might pop in and say, hi, we'll see you. And then, well, I'm the exception because I'm perfect. But, you know, besides that... Like hey. there's there's times in our lives when we have to prioritize things and no one also at the same time in order to get the pod done we have to have it at the same time every week and so here we are just Nick and I boom Nick what no one is perfect all right if you're listening to this I want to spread the message that it's okay to not be perfect all right oh no when I say that I'm definitely kidding I do not think I'm perfect at all <laughs> nor do I live by that. In any way, I am not a narcissist. Is that the right word? Yeah. Narcissist, right? It is. It's like when you love yourself. No, not like, not when you look, because like, I like myself. I would say I love myself, but I'm not. What is the actual definition of a narcissist? Well, narcissistic is a personality disorder. It's an actual thing, yeah. Yeah, mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for extensive attention, yeah. admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. Okay, yeah. I used that word probably incorrectly then. What I meant to say is I'm not like a cocky person who is just believes they're perfect in every way. 
I definitely don't believe I'm perfect and definitely believe that I have things I need to improve on all the time. Wow, what an intro. Welcome back, everyone. Let's go. That was quite an intro. Not only that, but I got a new mic. So I probably sound crazy. I still don't have a mic. I'm thinking about buying one, but being honest, well, it's probably not going to happen for a little while still. <laughs> you probably don't sound crisp. My song of the week, everyone, Yosemite, Travis Scott. What's the album? Astro World. Boom. Got it. Josh's song of the week. The System Only Dreams in Total Darkness by The National. Josh, go ahead and sing that for us. <laughs> All right, Nick. My song of the week is Daywalker by Machine Gun Kelly and Corpse. I wasn't a huge fan of that song. Yeah, I figured you weren't going to be. You don't seem to like it's, that kind of stuff. No, nah, it's too, it's too, like, it's a little, it's a little too and... edgy for it. For Jacob. Yeah. So, anyways, give us a follow on the Instagram. The Instagram. Give us a follow on the gram, bro. The JJN Show. You can follow us on Twitter, but we don't have an account there anymore, so that probably isn't worth it. Spotify playlist, <laughs> it's still it's still popping, so hit that up. And you can hit us up on YouTube, the JJN Show as well. TikTok, Nick runs that, at JJN Show. <laughs> I and don't even have TikTok questions. on my phone. Well, that explains why our TikTok has been such low. You <laughs> so know, low I don't lately. think it's necessarily a bad thing that I'm not on social media a lot. If anything, that like <laughs> I, like right now in my life, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing that I'm not on social media a lot. No, no, I don't think so. Who said it was a bad thing? I guess no one said it was a bad thing, but it was implied anyways share with your friends and family email us questions jjantropod at gmail.com or dm us questions on instagram last week josh sat down with patrick from the harrier dun 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 Go give that episode a listen. I hear they're going to do a bunch more episodes, and I'm excited about that. I think they also talked about like, doing some kind of creation work together or something in that episode, too. So I'm interested what that's about. But that'd be dope. And they both their personalities just kind of meshed well together, it seemed like. So it was a like, really good conversation. I listened to it on my, on my long run last week. So, Nick, do you have any thoughts on it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, what'd you do? Do, do you have any thoughts on the, the interview? Oh, not really. All right, so check out the interview <laughs> with the Harrier, <laughs> aka Patrick Larson. Follow him at the Harrier or at Patrick underscore Harrier. I will say oh, I know the also Harrier. At the underscore Harrier. Yeah, well, Josh did an interview and with him. So if you're into uh, running. Go check it out because running is cool. It is cool. You're right. Nick, what's something you learned this week? All right. I won't go into too much detail because it's pretty explicit, but 
I'm in a history class right now, and some of the things I learn are actually, you know, pretty interesting. I've always been surprising. Like you might think I'm, you might think like this is an April Fools, April Fools thing, but I've actually always been pretty into learning about history. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> And I learned that Rome and the way that it started is really freaking messed up. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people would change their opinions on Rome if they learned about the origins. That's all I'll say. Which, which is what? I probably can't say on a clean podcast. You can't, like, just censor it? Oh, I guess we can censor it. Basically, Rome got started from raping a bunch of women. Like, like wow, actually. That. <laughs> That's, like, basically. Like, there's more to it, but... I did not know that. You in a history class that's teaching you about that? Yeah, I'm in a history or class called Western Civilization. I've learned about, <laughs> like... The Greeks, the Spartans, um, yeah, Rome, stuff like that. I'm also learning a lot about like religious stuff and Christianity, which is, you know, I, I mean, I'm not super religious or anything, but that's another thing that I always find kind of interesting hearing about, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's just, it's just interesting. So you're not religious, but you find it interesting to hear about religion? Yeah, I do. I I do find it interesting, especially coming from someone like my professor. Because I... I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, but... There's just things about religion that are just... It just seems like... Religion goes back so far, but, you know, like, he said it himself. Like, he was, like, a lot of the scripture stuff is actually, like, kind of unreliable, but I just find it interesting how so many people just, you know, like, devote themselves to it, which is, I don't know, I just find it interesting. Nothing, like... Yeah, I mean, what if, like, some of the old stuff people found of, like, writings and... How do I say this? Like, what if it was just someone that was like, I'm just going to write know. some random stuff down. I'm trying not to. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what if I, like, you know, I have this notepad. Yeah. Or, like, what if I got a got a rock and I grabbed a bottle, a, a spray paint can, and sprayed something on it, like, elephants are the key to life or something like that. And then thousands of years yeah. from now, someone found that rock and they would be like, Oh my gosh, like someone wrote this thousands of years ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly not what you're like, saying. I'm not trying. Yeah. Not to beg on religion. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying I'm not religious, but I'm not saying I'm religious. I'm just, Oh, I'm not booling. I'm not religious. I'm not I mean, really I'm not, religious. I'm not scared though, to say that. <laughs> but like, if you are re- religious, that's fine. I'm personally not, but I just find it interesting though. Here, like learning about it, and I was learning about like Jesus and how he was, 
you know, crucified by Romans and like I, you obviously you like learn that when you go to Sunday school when you're what five years old, but you don't learn it to the extent that you're. I'm learning it in like a college class. It's just more. Yeah. It's just more in depth and more graphic. So, Jesus, you've learned about Jesus. Yeah. Or okay, actually no. Where am I going with that? I will like just an an all being, a higher being. Do you believe in that? Do you believe in like something bigger than humans? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, do you think that we're just we're just booling and that's it? What's your thought there? Like, oh, do you think like, there's anything guiding you to where you're going every day? So free will. Do I believe in free will? I guess. Yeah, I would. So you believe that you make all choices for yourself, and that there's no higher being that's like telling you to go pee at eight a.m. instead of go to the dining hall at eight a.m. Big picture stuff here. Obviously, there is, you know, when you get into free will and different things, there's definitely some people have more free will than others for sure. But well, I mean, that's why that's what faith is. Well, no, it's not, but, like, people have faith because when I think of someone that says they have faith, they're not, you know, they have hope that they'll get to, you know, someplace. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of yeah. my butt, but. Well, that <laughs> reminds me of Josh because every year, like, for example, his fantasy teams usually don't do good, but he's always like, I have faith. Yeah but it doesn't get him anywhere. That's more of just a diss on Josh. Nothing against faith at all. Yeah. So yeah, no, I make that makes sense. So you're not that religious, but you, and you believe in free will. Huh? Interesting. Well, I don't, well, if you, I don't think you can be religious and not believe in not free will then. No, Is that you possible? Can, because there's a thing called, um, Calvinists, which I learned from one of my freshman teammates. And what's that? Calvinist believes that there's no free will and that everything is predetermined. No, that's what I'm saying. I thought like, I thought most religions are under that impression that like everything's predetermined. Everything's predetermined, right? I thought that was like a part of religion. Okay, hold on. I'm also like completely ignorant to religion, so. Like, if you're listening and you're like, Jacob's an idiot, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm actually probing Nick with questions because I'm interested. It's interesting stuff. No, I can... No, because this is where the free will topic, I learned, I was... It, it goes back to Oedipus the King, if you've ever heard of that. Basically, the story of Oedipus the King is he's this dude that is basically doomed like from the start he's he has no hope basically but he doesn't realize that at first um he is uh, he's well, let me oedipus the king he basically 
he's doomed that he's gonna like kill his father and marry his mom <laughs> something like that and then he huh interesting so he leaves like the city i don't remember which city it was i don't remember which unit what this was either but oh yeah here it is oedipus is doomed to kill his dad and marry his mom so he leaves his home in corinth um he encounters a sphinx it explodes <laughs> which uh which rids thieves of the plague i don't know this doesn't really matter but um thieves makes him the king and he marries the old king's wife jocasta but it turns out his parents are actually the old king of thieves who he killed and jocasta is his mom so basically the prophecy is correct and he ends up killing his mom or killing his dad and marrying his wife and the people that were his parents in corinth weren't actually so he was doomed from the start even though he tried to go and do something about it there was really no free will like he was just it was predetermined and he was he was doomed still Huh. Yeah. See, I just think about it like I don't know. Are they? I don't know what I. It's yeah. I mean, it's interesting stuff, man. Religion's actually, it's pretty interesting stuff to hear about, especially when you hear about it from a more educated person. Probably not us. <laughs> when you hear about it from someone who's like a really smart, educated, you know like historian basically what i'm listening to when i want when i listen to these lectures it's just interesting stuff yeah good stuff well i learned so there's a song called gaslighter by the dixie chicks or sorry by the chicks now and i learned the whole time i was listening to this song and it goes like gaslighter denier not doing anything to get yourself father right it's about it's about her ex i assume to be her ex-husband or ex-boyfriend of sorts basically leaving her just like in the dust right and this whole time i've been listening to this song like a couple months and the other day i was listening to this song with a friend and they they said something about yeah she must have really just got gaslighted or something like that to make this song and I thought to myself, holy smokes, I've been singing along to this song this whole time. The song's called Gaslighter. And I had no idea that that is what she meant when she was saying Gaslighter on repeat. Like, literally, it's about her getting gaslighted. And I just didn't even know that. Could, did not put that together at all. But now it all makes sense. That makes sense to you, Nick? What? You know what I'm saying? Because you can, like, gaslight someone. What is that? What is gaslighting someone? Here, I'll give you the Urban Dictionary definition to do it justice. Gaslighting Urban Dictionary. A form of psychological abuse. This isn't the Urban Dictionary one, though. No, what's it called? Gaslighting? Urban Dictionary, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. 
form of intimidation or psychological abuse, sometimes called ambient abuse, where false information is presented to the victim, making them doubt their own memory, perception, and quite often their sanity. Classic example of gaslighting is to switch something around on someone that you know they're sure to notice rather than deny anything about it and to explain that they must be imagining things or challenge these changes. More psychologic definition of gaslighting is an increasing frequency of systematically withholding factual information from and slash or providing false information to the victim, having the gradual effect of making them anxious, confused, and less able to trust their own memory. Your spouse begins to tell you things that never really happened. For instance, he says that last week you told him you told he told you he was going to the bar with his buddies this Monday night, but you never remember him telling you that. Okay, that is not the definition I was expecting from Urban Dictionary. I thought Urban Dictionary definitions were always, like... Funny. Yeah. No, not always. Huh. Yeah, so basically gaslighting means, in this sense, her ex-boyfriend and her husband just lying and cheating and leaving her a bunch in dust, essentially. Wow. Makes sense? Yeah. But my point is that they're literally saying gaslighting over and over again. I never put together that was why the song was called that or why that's in the chorus. Man, we're getting deep right now with this episode. All right, Nick. What do you got for random thoughts? <laughs> well, it's no secret that I'm a big fan of anime. All right. And I just wanted to share that I saw this YouTube comment the other day. And even though some people don't really appreciate different animes, I saw this. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically they just went through and wrote down what each character in the show Naruto taught them. And they said, to top it off, there's like a a bunch, but... They were just, they just said, and finally, Naruto taught me that you should not only dream about things, but actually work hard to achieve them. No matter what happens in your life, never give up on your dream, because if you never give up, you will only succeed. And I just thought that was awesome, because people probably don't realize that you get those kind of lessons out of, <laughs> out of shows like that, or it's like, it's similar with like the show Avatar. You get valuable lessons out of that stuff. Yeah, 100%. That's all I have to say. I mean, I wouldn't probably watch Naruto, but I can agree that it's probably good and gives you life lessons. Or that maybe I can read a few more. This one. This person taught me that revenge and hatred only lead to more revenge and hatred. Damn, that that's deep. That was a very, very deep arc of that show was when this person came along. That was a very, that's like the best arc in the show. Like I cried during that, <laughs> I cried during the end of that. Why? Arc because it's like, this dude basically is the leader of this group and his name is literally Pain. 
<laughs> because he experienced well that's not foreshadowing anything at all yeah because he experienced pain and he goes and tries to basically like destroy the village naruto stops and yada yada but then they end up talking to each other and he's like well why is this any he's like well my parents were killed like why is this any he's like we we both want peace right but how is But how is your ver? How does like Naruto's version of peace with killing him any different from his version of peace, where he goes and tries to like? It's hard to explain. You just have to watch the show. But that's another good quote: that revenge and hatred only lead to more revenge and hatred. I like that one. So don't have re- don't have revenge on your mind and don't have hate on your mind because it won't fix anything. Or solve the root cause. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It will not solve the root cause. No, I meant solve the root cause of the hatred. Yeah, exactly. What else you got on Naruto, man? Do you want me to give mine? Well... Let's see this one. How painful loneliness can be and how love can change someone. That was another tough that was that was another tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Dang dude. Don't be making us cry here. Do you want to elaborate on it? Teamwork and friendship stand above <laughs> Okay. Do I wanna elaborate on it? There's just a lot of a lot of pretty sad backstories in that show. <laughs> and he has one of these backstories. This dude that his backstory was pretty sad. It was it was something. He was very outcasted, just like Naruto was. God damn. Damn. All right, read your last one. You must never give up your faith in humanity and your hope of peace. Nice. So go on. So moving away from the Naruto talk, there'll be a different anime next time. Because <laughs> I really like so, it. Yeah, I mean, I watched Avatar, and I messed heavy with Avatar. I was so sad when that show ended. Avatar was incredible. Yeah, the yeah the ending was... Avatar is just another good. one of those shows that gives good messages, too. Like, women are, you know, just as capable as, of men, or... I don't know. I can't actually think of any off the top of my head. <laughs> well, what the heck? <laughs> Way to just make yourself look like junk. Was well, I can't remember. <laughs> no, it it does. It gives a lot of good lessons, specifically with Sokka. Sokka grows up a lot in that show. <laughs> um, but also too. Aang. I feel like Aang can get, it gives good lessons too. But like you know, the whole like. Good and evil. Yeah, good and evil. And he didn't want to kill. Um, 
Shit, I, I then, said he just, uh, I just said he didn't want to kill. Honestly, if you haven't watched Avatar yet, like that that's kind of on you if something gets spoiled for you because it's been out for so long. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, it's just like uh, that one ghost movie. Newsflash: <laughs> He's actually a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that six cents. <laughs> if I ever hear someone complain about how they got the six cents spoiled from them, I'll be like, bro. <laughs> Everybody knows how the six cents ends, even if you haven't seen it. Well, I didn't actually spoil it. I never said the Bruce Willis part. You're the one that brought up the six cents. I just said that the dude was actually a ghost. But hey, anyways, yeah, that just goes other... to show that I knew you were talking about the sixth sense. I've never even seen it. I just you <laughs> said the point. dude turned out to be a ghost, and immediately my head was, oh, he's talking about the sixth sense. And I've never, I've never even seen that movie, but I just know how it ends. <laughs> That's a good part. But also, Aang, like, I feel like he portrays a good example of you can still be serious and you can still grow up while having fun yeah i don't know but anyways so i have two random thoughts and questions the first is that mobility work is important (laughs) so i haven't been stretching or doing yoga or any mobility work at all for the past like month (laughs) my body i've been lifting just as much and running so my body's grown a little bit and my body's gotten really, really tight. And so like literally when I run, it's like, yeah, it's like, no, I was looking at my me running. Yeah. I was looking at myself running the, um, the TCM seven miler and granted I was going slower than I did like the 5k in or whatever. But then I like, I looked at the 5k video I have and like in the 5k, I just look majestic, like loose, limber, <laughs> like ready to go. And in the seven mile, I just kind of stick up my ass, like for real. And I was like, dang, I need to do something about this. <laughs> Cause I've been like under the impression that stretching isn't actually that important. I'm kind of under that as impression you, too. That yeah, it's not- as long as you implement and you run or you lift correctly. The problem is, is that I don't think I run correctly. Yeah. And I don't sit with good posture and I lift better than I once did, but like every day I feel like I find something to improve upon. And so stretching, I think would help me, but also like when you just lift a lot, your muscles get bigger and they naturally are like getting tighter. Right. Yeah. To rebuild, right. You're ripping them and then they rebuild. right? Right. So they're getting tighter. And so like, if you don't do not even stretching, but things like yoga, mobility work, opening up that range of motion, things like that. You just get tighter and tighter and yeah. tighter, and that's where I'm at. Now I'm just basically a clam. A clam? <laughs> like, I'm screwed, dude. I don't know what I'm going to do. But then, like, I have, like, a slight shin splint right now type deal on my left leg. Like, I'm beat up, and I don't know what the deal is. Could have been because I got drunk last weekend, too, though. That definitely, yeah, it could have been. I don't know. Have you been stretching much? I still stretch, even though I don't think – I think stretching is still really good. It's just what I read in one of my classes is that it's there's not actually, like, that much proof that it will prevent injuries. 
that's stretching. No, I don't think injuries. stretching will. Yeah. I think mobility work will. Yeah. I think range of motion work does. You know, it's think about it like, you know, you're practicing taking your range of motion for something like to four inches. Or I don't know how to explain this. Think about like when you do something in the hips. We'll, we'll keep this running focused. So when you do a range of motion exercise in like the hips, like a fire hydrant thing where like you're opening up your hip flexor a little bit yep. or like things like the pigeon dealio or, or like, you know, when you have one hamstring extended and you do like lean forward, lean back, that type of dealio, all those things working on that range of motion, you know, you're extending your range of motion. So like if you don't do those and your range of motion on something's like two inches, and then you go out and you try to run like sprints, you don't think about sprints, right? And you all of a sudden you're running at a range of motion that's like four inches. You know, these are obviously like the numbers right. don't make sense here a ton, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boom, injury. That's you're what I'm saying. That's past why I think your range of motion when you can't. Yeah. Where stretching, I don't think really does much because stretching, all you're doing is you're taking a muscle and literally stretching it out. And then your like reciprocal muscle is all it's trying to do is alarm your body and say hey what the heck's going on with my muscle tighten up and so you're tightening up at the same time it's like stepping on a gas pedal and the brake pedal at the same time yeah that's literally what static stretching is which is why i'm trying to get more into like mobility work dynamic work things like that you know what i'm saying yeah i don't know try i try to out. roll i roll out more than i stretch do you roll correctly are you one of those people that just go put it like imagine this as my legs, put it down by the ankles and just go? Ee, 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 ee. Yeah. <laughs> Kid, learn how to foam roll. Watch a Hannah Corbin video on Peloton. She does good foam rolling videos. We do a lot of body tempering too. Like the um We have like 110 pound rollers. <laughs> And someone, no, I don't think I know what this is then. Someone rolls you out. Huh. Well, with roller, what you're doing, it's called myofascial release. Your muscle has a bunch of myofascia, basically. And I'm trying to think of a good good example because I can't really like picture it. But once again, like your muscles get super tight. So when you apply pressure to them, imagine this is like a little ball. Ball in your muscle, right? Making a fist on your quad or something. There's a little ball sticking up. So when you apply pressure, basically what you're doing is you're breaking out a bunch of myofascia. I'll have to have my buddy explain this better because I can't. But you're breaking up so it expands kind of, you know, like spreads back out yeah. from that ball. But it's also just tight work and you're putting pressure on it to make it looser. But when you're just rolling, 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 you're not actually doing much. It's about finding those sweet pressure spots and then applying pressure there until it rolls out. Or like going across the muscle, you know, like a lot of leg muscles, the muscle runs like down your leg. So sit on the foam roller and roll side to side across the muscle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Myofascial. What is myofascial tissue? Connective tissue that extends your body to provide support and protection to your muscles and bones. I'm trying to find a good picture of it. Myofascial release. It restores motion. Yeah. 
They're trigger points. Fascia. I'm thinking of fascia. Yeah, fascia, fascia holds muscle in place and bone and nerves and stuff like that. Myofascial noodles, noodles, <laughs> noodles are like the pressure points on your body, trigger points. But anyways, that's enough of that. So the other cool thing I learned and I was just thinking about this today and like, obviously, you know, when I make a program for someone, I want to see them like, I want to see them succeed. You know, and when I when I do client training, I want to see them succeed. But I was just having this epiphany today randomly. And I was like, man, I, I have three people coming up that are doing runs soon. And they're all going for PRs of some sort. Yeah. And I was just thinking, I was like, wow, it's going to be really cool to like help them help them get that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I just was really excited about it. I don't know. That's why I want to be. That's why I want to be a coach. I think it's cool to see people hit a new PR. Yeah, and like listen to you and tell them to work hard, and they do it, and then like it pays off. Yeah, it hasn't actually paid off yet for these people, but you know, it's cool. But then it hurts as well when you're a coach and when you see your athlete not perform like their best during a yeah. race or whatever. Is that me? Did you see me not perform my best when you were coaching me? I mean, I thought you performed. What were your goals again? <laughs> I definitely didn't perform my best. And it kind of sucks because I don't know that I'll ever work to get in that good of 5K shape again. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm kind of done with it. Maybe they'll come back around again, but, like, this is – I don't know. But it, it kind of sucks because I, I like I'm gonna always wonder and be like, wow, like, you know, if I did that again, if I didn't do it on a slippery icy road, if I did it on like a better just course, you know, things like that. If it wasn't windy, if it wasn't you know 15 degrees out, could I have done a lot better? You know, I'll just always kind of remember that. Which because of that, maybe then I'll end up training again and doing it again, yeah. trying to break that PR. What was your PR? What did you run? 1957, I think. 1957. It's right under 20. So that's like an average pace of, what, six something? Yeah. It'd be like six. It. 20. Six, no, a little more than that. Let's see. Going to my handy dandy run pace calculator. 5K time 19 minutes 57 seconds. Calculate 625. Yeah. That does not seem that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember too, I took the first mile at 612. He went out a little hard. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, well, 
You want to talk about accountability checks? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I guess I'll go first. Well, we should have Josh go first. Oh. Okay, Josh. Oh, he already came in here. <laughs> he typed in and said, he said, nope, nope. Do burpee challenge for losing goals two weeks ago. Don't know what that means. But that means he's doing the burpee challenge. Josh started the burpee challenge. Oh, his goals? Oh, he oh, didn't put, <laughs> I put those there. <laughs> Wait, you put do burpee challenge? I put the no and the no in. He must have came in and said do burpee challenge then. Well, yeah, I didn't put do burpee challenge for losing goals two weeks ago. I didn't put that there, but I put, you know, like how it says finish bedroom trim and then no. I yeah. put those there because he's not here. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it. You lost. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> You lose, and you're now you're doing the burpee challenge. Nick, go ahead. I also failed both my goals. I didn't. Oh yeah, what'd you run for? What? Wait, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. It was I wanted to run sub four in the fifteen hundred. I ran four oh four, but I was still pretty happy with that. I think I can get. I think I, I'm racing another fifteen hundred tomorrow, and I'm ready to work that time because i mean that was my first What's our, that was my first what meet, can nico so. young run the 1500 in probably pretty fast but then again nico young also seems more of like an aerobic long distance runner not saying he can't rip a fast 50 he can rip a fast 15 no yeah he's more of a 15 like a but he's definitely a long distance dude 5k 10k guy yeah um wait so like what's like a really good 1500 what will like someday you be running so that you can join tin man elite like we gotta run to get on tin man elite well let's look at the team and let's look at what their prs are they have a lot of sub 340 guys Woo! You gotta cut off like thirty seconds. You can well, do that, I mean, right? I'm not a fifteen hundred runner though. Like you know well, yeah, that. Aren't right? you gonna be more of like I'm a not half training for the fifteen hundred? I haven't done one workout. Okay, when I did that fifteen hundred at the also when I did that fifteen hundred when I ran four oh four, that was our first meet and we hadn't you know we like just came off of running cross country and having like a few having like a down week so like. Obviously, the times were kind of slower. But now that we've done some stuff, I've done some workouts on the track, I'm ready to run. An, uh, I, I know I can run a faster one now, but at the same time, I'm not training for the 1500. I haven't done a single 1500 workout. I'll tell you, I know what my workouts were these past um, couple. So I've had three workouts since my last 1500. I did... Uh, last Tuesday, last week, I just had a big week of training in general, but last Tuesday I did two by two mile with 90 seconds rest and then one by one mile 
so the two by two miles was at 505 pace so i ran 10 10 90 seconds rest and then i ran another 10 10 two mile and then 90 seconds rest and then i ran a 446 mile because theoretically like that's supposed to be like my my 5k pace so that's like a long distance workout and then i did another long i just I'm not, I don't I'm not, I'm not, I won't say like everything, but yeah, I'm, I'm training for long distance. So, so you're eventually going to be like a half marathon Reed Fisher type of dude, right? I would imagine. Or Sydney. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's, I don't think if I, if I ever went, if I, if I go and run, ran for a pro team, I really don't think it would because it would be because of my 1500. Makes sense. But like, gotcha. I'm curious what Reed Fisher's 1500 is. It's probably not that. Yeah, you see, like, if you look at his personal best on the 10 minute elite page, it doesn't even show. His minimum, his lowest one is a 5K. <laughs> it doesn't go any. What's his 5K? 1343. So you're going to have to be able to run a 1343 at some point? Well, he ran that as a pro. All these times, like, they, he ran as a pro. Do you think he'll be able to break 14 before you graduate college? That would be the goal. I would like to do that, yeah. What is that, 4, 8, 12, like, 440 pace? 440? No, it's faster than 440 pace. It's under 430 pace. Dang. Cool. All right. So you failed that one, but you're going to hit it tomorrow. What was your other goal? Sing falsetto in Missouri, which I didn't do. <laughs> and I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Mine was to, well, first of all, Josh's were to finish bedroom trim and walk five days per week. I don't know wow. if he actually did either of those, but... Well, he failed both. <laughs> Who didn't fail both? This guy. Mine was to buy a JJN show mic, and you can already tell I did that. <laughs> Except for this is my first time using the mic, and so if something doesn't work, I have my phone going too. So it might end up sounding junky if I mess something up. But then the other one was to get all the JJN show challenges done. I didn't do that. Look, they're going to get done. They really are. Yeah, they'll get I done. just I have been doing other stuff and I just really have not been prioritizing it. So, they'll no. get done. If I'm Don't being worry completely honest, like I'm just going to tell my audience right now, I have basically a month left of school and track. Like I'm sorry. I'm so I'm so <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just the focus. Yeah, I'm I'm with that, and I am I am busy with doing some other life aspirations as well. But I need to get I need to get better. So I apologize, audience, and I will get my my ish together. So my goals for the next week are: I want to get my ish together a little bit. I'm gonna do the burpee challenge again this month. I'm literally about to go hit my hundred after this, and it's a hundred burpees a day, right? So I'm gonna do that for the next two two weeks. On top of that, though, because I already did this once this time on the show uh, about like i don't know 
30 episodes ago, I had the same exact challenge of 100 burpees a day because I did it last April. But this time around, I'm also going to do either yoga or meditation every single day. It's going to be hard. But I think I can do it. I should, and the other I should thing meditate is, during the summer. Yeah. I want to get back into my morning routine. So I'm going to start by doing that. Uh, I'm going to start doing that with baby steps. And the first one is I'm going to commit to getting up before 5.15 again every day. I've been slacking a little bit with that. I've been getting up at like 5.30, 5.45. And then like randomly today, I got up at 7. I just have been, I've just been bleh. So I'm trying to figure it out. But I want to get back up into that routine. And then also eventually I want to get back into basically getting up, reading, going for a run, doing some stuff, starting work. As opposed to like getting up, then trying to fit the run in, be thinking about other stuff besides running. It just it hasn't been as fun. So, Nick. All right. My next two goals are. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. I don't want you to be mad. <laughs> it turns out. I wasn't recording. <laughs> that whole time? You were recording that whole time? Uh, April man. Fools! <laughs> Wait, actually? Look at that. <laughs> oh, I would have been I got him. <laughs> You should have kept that going a little longer. <laughs> well, I was scared you were going to, like, stop recording or something. And I would have been like, no, I wasn't actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. God, that would have sucked. I would not have. We would have just not done an episode, probably. No. <laughs> Anyways, my two goals were, uh, or no, my two goals are to have a minimum of two hours of schoolwork right away in the morning and then run sub 15 in my first collegiate 5k which will not be tomorrow but probably next week or the week after that so if you don't do a 5k within the time period of between now and next then thursday I, you just fail i guess i fail <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you see these magnets I got? I did. Can I have one? You can buy one from me. <laughs> Five bucks. <laughs> you know what? Because your family will do four. What? <laughs> Listen, dude. These are hot off the press, all right? They're going for good bucks. Can I have one for my birthday? You can. They're four bucks. Just buy one from me. I'm on for my birthday. Well, I, to be honest, too, I think I paid 10 bucks for these. And I think I have 15 of them. <laughs> but that's how you make profit. So you're getting quite the profit. <laughs> well, I haven't sold any yet. Oh, so you're only negative so far. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's another episode of the JJN Show, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Nick, do you have any last words? Otherwise, Jacob's out. Peace. Nope. Peace out. <laughs>